back to the show. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs, a mortgage professional, your consumer advocate for all things real estate. Text line's open, 512-640-9610. You can uh, call us, text us. We want to hear from you, hear your feedback. We want to help guide you through your next real estate adventure. Uh, welcome, everybody. 1370 AM, just tuning in. Also, podcast listeners on iTunes. Uh, keep subscribing. It's real easy to do. Search Real Estate Radio with Jason Stubbs and uh, click subscribe. All that stuff will get sent right to you. StubbsRadio.com. You can check out our past TV shows, all our social media, contact us. Um, be sure to check out the website. The show is brought to you by Dan Kitterling with Eco Roof and Solar, Daniel Griggs over there at uh, ATX Web Design, and Matt Lesper, who we have in studio, 1836 Property Management, um, who's back for another one. Also, uh, Adam Fogelsong. A uh, realtor, longtime buddy of mine with Riley Realtors is back in studio for another one. You guys ready? Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this, yeah. Well, so we were sitting there through the break, and, I mean, we had a couple. I mean, there's so much going on right now that, you know, I, I just – I'm not sure what to show up with. I'm not sure what people want to hear. But one thing I want to know it, or that I do know is investors in Austin. And, and, and there's – there's. let me kind of set the table here. You, you have your real estate investors that are looking for investment properties, long-term, short-term. Where's the houses? Let's get the deals. Let's beat up everybody. Let's get it under contract. Let's, let's you know, renegotiate on the, on the, the home inspection. I mean, then you have – the folks that are I'm dealing with, right? Well, can we afford to buy another house and keep ours? What they're not understanding is you're trying to make a move. I mean, you are creating a business. You're starting a business right there. You, at that point, if you are able to hold on to your primary residence, go purchase another one, turn that primary into a rental, you're a real estate investor. So pay attention. If you're out there and you're like, oh, we're going to sell our house this year or next year or whatever it is, and it's going through your mind, how, what can we get for it? The cost of selling it, um, what, you know, what can you do, you know, to make that decision? Um, so let's, let's touch on, you know, advice that we can give those first time folks that are moving from their primary to, you know, maybe upgrading their house and, and turning their primary into a rental, um, versus the folks that are sitting out there, you know, you know, with the, you know, their tongues hanging out going, I want some, I want some investment property. I want to invest in real estate in Austin, Texas. I mean, are there investment opportunities and how do you get them? All right. So your first person is going from a house they own to another house that they're going to live in. Yes. But they are, they're living in one, they're going to live in another. My mm-hmm. biggest question for you is, are they buying a second house they can afford? I mean, that's something that we talk about Are they, every are day. they killing but, the first cow yeah. to get a bigger cow with more taxes, sure. more maintenance? Are, are they sticking with something? they? Because if they've got raises, if they've mm-hmm. got more money from somewhere – I'm all for it. If they're just selling one house to get a bigger house for more expenses, well, I mean, you can call it the American way, but, man, that's scary to me. It is. I don't want to live in debt. Man, I've talked I've talked several past clients and personal friends of mine uh, down off that ledge. Hey, we're going to rent. We're going to lease ours. I'm like, well, it was built two years ago, and there's, like, four more sections left. Uh-huh. So, you know, um, and then, <laughs> I mean, seriously. And then you're looking at, I mean, it's just the expense that they're adding you know, is insane. So I just don't think that folks are out there calculating properly. If you have a need to move. It's not common sense. Let's just say you're broad numbers. You're in a house worth 250 and you want to go to a house worth 350. You got maybe a raise or you need to move and, and interest rates are low. Hell, go for it. Why not? Yeah. But don't tell me you're going to sell the house for 250 because you made $20,000 in profit right. and buy something for 500,000. Mm-hmm. J- just don't do it. That's right. just not smart anywhere. Right. That's uh uh, you know, all the I'm doing it though. I mean, we're doing low down payments and it's like, I look at some of these folks. I'm just, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, you know, ultimately we, so, 
Okay. Let me chime in here just real quick as a, as a real estate agent. I don't even want to take you out until I know if you can if you can qualify for that home. Yeah. I mean, you're wasting my time. You're mm. wasting your time. The best thing that you can do is get in with a mortgage professional like you, Jason, and understand what ability is. I always yeah. give the same the same the same story. I, I you know what kind of shoes you want to buy before you go to the mall, and you know how much you can spend. Don't go to the mall without a credit yeah. card in your pocket. Yeah, because no even if you do find something on sale. You might not be able to purchase it. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, with as far as the pre-qualification, I mean, that's that's something that's being said that says, okay, you know, on paper and based on loan parameters, you know, this is what you can afford. Sure. But then you have Matt's piece of it, which is – we're bringing I mean, in the rental yeah, income and everything yeah, else. Yeah, Matt's, I mean, you're looking at hard figures, looking at hard numbers. I mean, if your goal is to hit mailbox money or some long-term investment, I mean, Matt, you know, that's they need to start with you. Yeah, and we can forecast those numbers just like you can forecast what they can afford. We can forecast whether yeah. or not it's probable that this is going to break even. And right. honestly, you don't want to make money unless you're at retirement. So people come into this and go, well, I'm, I'm not cash flowing. I'm negative $100. And I'm like, yeah, you're, you're making six on paper and you're right. only paying one. That's a heck of a return. And so when you talk about low down payments, I'm all for that, especially yeah. on owner-occupied houses, mm -hmm. because if they decide later on that they do want to lease that, now when we run that return on investment analysis, well, there's there's not much on the table. So their return is down. huge. Yeah. 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 Give me a USDA client that bought something in Kyle five years Seriously, ago. 100%. Oh, I've seen above a yeah. thousand because yeah. there's no money. We have to plug a number in just to have a number because you can't, you know, <laughs> yeah. rent money. So I'll even put in 3,500 and go, hey, you know, your moving costs, whatever. Just call it out of pocket, even if you don't remember it. So uh -huh. we've got something. But then when the home's gone up in value, $50,000, it's starting to rent. It's, there's no out of pocket. Yeah. It's really kind of beautiful when they do go into an affordable house mm -hmm. with a low down payment. Right. Just don't buy a million dollar house with the lease down and expect to rent it. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> well, so I guess it's about setting expectations properly. Yeah. You know, what, what you can buy, what's going to really make some money, and what's going to be the, the, the least amount of time to get to. Because I know I don't even – the best deals out there in real estate in my mind are the ones that you can strike right there today. I would agree. Because if if you can't make it over there in the first th the best properties go the first yeah. the first week on the opportunity market. cost will yeah. eat you alive. You bet. Yeah. We can we've all had at least one significant deal that we're still kicking ourselves that we didn't do. Sure, right. and sure. that's kind of brought us to where we are today that we're ready to execute and then use that option period to kind of change our <laughs> mind. Right, because if you don't wrap it up, it's gone. It's that's exactly right. Should have bought that lot in Briarcliff for oh, twenty five thousand. I'm still <laughs> crying about a house on William Cannon. You yeah. know that that I couldn't afford by $100 or something ridiculous yeah. at the time. And, well, you learn and go on. You're right. Hey, no doubt, man. If, uh, you know, it, 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 I mean, that's generations, though. Generations, it seems, have talked about real estate. Man, if I just would have kept that little house, right. bought that little house on the corner, if I would have bought the lot behind me, if I would have, if I would have. Has inflation ever stopped, though? No. I mean, no. you look back at Okay, so inflation Or appreciation. Happens. I mean, when does home values well, drop consistently over a decent amount of time? And I think the whole thing's connected. Detroit. Uh, yeah, well, got a yes. couple out there. Yeah, I don't know that we're going to do that in, in my lifetime. Hey, hey no, I got to, I got to hop in there, man. You, you know this Mopac project when they're redoing the, sure. the the deal, there was 800 a.m. Sorry, guys, but yeah, it was called the Mopac Man. And this guy's like, hey, it's a sunny day. It's beautiful. The freeways are wide open. There's no traffic anywhere in sight. 
that's in Detroit. We live in Austin. <laughs> you know? So, but this was our guy, Mopac man, whoever yeah. that is, yeah. you know, text dot got funny with it. So I started tuning in. I love that guy, but uh, yeah, anyway, it's, it's something, I mean, it, it's uh man, it, it, it's a different place now. Um, so let's, let's turn the page. Better or worse. I mean, yeah, no doubt. So let's turn the page a little bit. You know, we we're talking about those those first time guys. So now, you know, we've got the portfolio guy. We got two properties, three properties. Let's say, you know, over two properties, and you're looking to add your portfolio, your tax man, your your Edward Jones guy, whoever it is, is like, hey, you need to go buy a piece of property. You know those people. They're out there like, oh damn, I gotta buy. Okay, I gotta go buy an investment property. I mean, what do they do? Where do they go? I mean, you, you know, from from you know walking downtown, biking downtown, cabbing, long ride, or we talk in Hutto Liberty Hill. So uh, this is just my opinion. You can chime in secondarily and you know support or decline. Um, you're you got two different people. One is I have all this cash. I want it the heck out of my country, and I don't care if I make money because right. if I drop a million, it appreciates three percent a year. I'm making good money, and I know it's not going to rent, but I don't care if because it it's 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 cash. Yeah. I got to get rid of this. They got, know our country's not going to take we, their real estate. Uh, yeah, and we've got one or two clients like that that come out of the you know uh, of Middle the, East, and they the, just yeah. got they've got to dump the money. China too. Uh, the other person is really the average investor. Right? I mean that that is an anomaly. Everybody goes, "Wow, I don't have enough money to invest." The truth is, that is the one percent. That yeah. is not the normal investor. It, don't quote me on this number. I, I haven't seen it in a year or so, but something like eighty percent of the investors in real estate in the U.S. have between one and three rental properties. So gotcha. don't go out there thinking everybody's institutional, you know, with a million properties or they're the rich guy. I can't they're get not. conventional they financing. Have one I have to over three. 10. Yeah. yeah. One to three yeah. is the, the tried and true of America. That's what people own, whether it's one rental or two rentals. That's who who's really making up the marketplace. So you can do this. You have to get out there and get engaged. And you're not going to buy a million-dollar condo. I wouldn't let you. It's not wise yeah. for you. Starter homes in good neighborhoods with reasonable schools – never go out of style. Have you ever heard a school teacher, firefighter, policeman go, you know, I just want to spend more money on these homes because the government <laughs> pays me. I mean, they yeah. got jobs that never go away, right? right? I mean, your firemen, I mean, that's a retirement job. That's Police right. officers, teachers, they Definitely. don't quit. Right. Those jobs never go out. So those starter homes, great communities, good schools, it's a no-brainer. It really Without is. Without a doubt. So, Adam, I mean, we got to, we got two minutes left, but I want to hit that middle person. So, I mean, Adam, I, I've known you for years, and, and what you've done is remarkable. But, I mean, let's talk about that single guy, single woman that wants that two-year investment property. I mean, t- let's. I mean, how you do it, you got to get in there and you get it. You're looking for something to put a little lipstick on. I mean, what's your strategy with those folks? I know you work the best. I mean, this is who I refer. Um, I had a guy that uh, called in actually off the show and hooked him up with Adam, and he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm I just moved back in the country. I'm a single guy, make good money, and I don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to lease for about a year. I hooked him up. Next thing Adam calls, he's like, yeah, we're putting an offering on the house. Why not? It was, it was awesome. Well, the way I like to think about it, and a lot of, and what happens here in Austin is you can almost buy easier than you can rent. In this town, it a is lot of, it, it it is harder to rent. The 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 you competition is fear. Yeah, yeah you got to qualify to rent. And and most people, this same guy was saying, "Hey, I'll sit around." And what I asked him, I was like, "Hey, man, take some time, add up how much you're going to spend over this next year, and figure out what the appreciate. Look at the average appreciation value here in town is. Take into consideration what happens if the real estate, you know, uh, interest rates go up." Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to you? Is it better for you to uh, to purchase now or to wait? 
and man, it's a no brainer. Well, I mean, you, you, you killed it because the cost of waiting right there, the, the cost, which is, you know, interest rates and appreciation and then total housing expense is a huge number you want to look at because sure. you're like, damn, you know, in the next 12 months, the potential of my rate going up, there's a cost there, sure. you know, plus, you know, your total housing expense. I mean, that's huge. Well, and here's, here's, here's the big one is after two years, your primary homestead, you can sell that home. Take all the money in your pocket and not pay the government bing, bing, anything. Bing, 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 yeah, bing, 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 you're marrying it for life. Seriously, it's more of a modern it, marriage I mean, where you're man. trying it for a few years, you're, you're right. you know, and you hope you really do get you're along, right. even though you committed. Well, and people <laughs> feel like it's got to be a ten year commitment when right. really financially, the best decision is after two years you've cashed in. It's your primary residence, no capital gains after two years. You take all that money uh, that uh, should have been in Uncle Sam's pocket and put it in yours. I mean, yeah, flooring, countertops appliances and paint and in two years you can make some money on that stuff a you're exactly years. right Curb you know and, and that's what yeah. he's doing i mean that's you you did that all along the way to I'm, your i'm still doing it it drives my wife crazy we just moved into a new house and that was uh, we were just there about three years but it was such a good decision for us we went basically from a townhouse to a uh, a big huge house that beautiful backyard and a great neighborhood and a cul-de-sac but it took you same price there yeah i mean four yeah or five houses yeah. To get, you know it, I mean, it, it does. That's, it that, does. It's a property. It's yeah. a property jump type situation. Yeah, he's smiling about but it. it. It is, he is yeah. because he's making money. I mean, the only reason he sells is so he can just parlay that into a bigger house. You know, to well, where your expenses go, don't go up, your costs don't go up, and you keep all that. You know, fairly. You know, the same, and that's the goal is using that real estate power to be able to. You know, well, get that and you house. make a little bit of money for do, yeah. for that fix up. Yeah. You can cash in on that fix up, and usually the fix up you do is good for a couple years. And then you got to sell anyways. Got to cut it right there. Thank you, Adam Focus on uh, Realtor with Riley Realtors. Matt Lesper, owner, 1836 Property Management. I'm Jason Subs. Appreciate you. Be back soon. Take care. Boom. NRL Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 181407.